you ready? I said, are you ready for Let's Talk World Hockey? And now, here are our hosts, Beth and Zach. What's going on, everybody? Good evening, good morning, whatever time you're listening to this. I'm your girl, Beth. Joined as always by my dude, Zach. Welcome to the 43rd episode of Let's Talk Woe Hockey. It's our Sunday Woe Show. I'm super excited. How are you doing today, buddy? Ah, uh, doing good. I'm feeling a little bit under the weather. <clears throat> having science issues today, so that's always fun when the weather decides, hey, I'm not going to make up my mind, so you're going to suffer for it. But yeah. other than that, I've been looking forward to this for like the last like week or so because we still have a great guest on talking about a very great hockey team because, I mean, it's always a good time to get fired up about women's hockey, especially for a certain team from Michigan. But how are you doing, Beth? I'm doing good. Um, still getting over my cold situation, but I'm very much at the tail end of it. So still a little congested, still a little ick, but is what it yeah. is. Again, weather, what are you going to do? Um, I know yeah. you're super excited. I, <laughs> I don't want to leave her just like hanging out down here in the bottom for very much longer. So Without further ado, my friends, we would like to welcome the captain of the Central Michigan Chippewas women's hockey team. We've got Matt Barnett on the show today. How are you doing today, Mac? I'm doing good. How are you guys? Doing as good as we can, both of us a little <laughs> under the weather, but you know, it's that time of year. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I felt that. We got at least five inches up here um, in, of the course of, you know, 24 hours, so I, I felt. Yeah. Yeah. Sounds about yeah. right. Yeah. Yeah. I, I live in Florida. I very much enjoy looking at snow in <laughs> photograph form. Um I will I will very rarely participate in snow if I'm in a place where snow happens. I tend to go up north in the summer um to get a break from the heat. So um I, I'm sure you I, I love it. <laughs> yeah. I'm a snow I, I'm, person. I get it. I, I love the cold. Like I absolutely dig the cold. My grandma lives in Northern Michigan. I spent every summer there as a child. And um, now that I live in Florida, I appreciate winters where it doesn't snow. <laughs> <laughs> but I mean, if we, I mean, if we have to make a road trip, you know, to see some of our friends up in Michigan, we might have to leave more fall winter time though. So, I mean, unfortunately, yeah. Beth, you might, you, we might have to, you might have to go up in the non-summer months. It, yeah, it's Michigan is is crazy. Like that's the whole saying: is wait five minutes and the weather will change if you don't <laughs> like it. Uh, yeah. So definitely uh, a little crazy. Um, sometimes we'll get snow in like late March. We're like, where yeah. is this coming from? Oh yeah, yeah, it, yeah. Being from Northeast Ohio, I get it. It's like, oh yeah, it's snow in yeah. May. Wait um, a minute, yeah. what's going on here? I went to visit my grandparents for my fifth birthday i believe when i was a child and it snowed on my birthday my birthday is at the end of june so um as a child absolutely loved it all of the adults were like it it what is happening right now so i was <laughs> that's not normal I, no it's it's not normal i loved it i absolutely enjoyed it everybody else was like we didn't pack for this so um <laughs> It's always like a 50-50 chance for mine because mine's in the beginning of September. And so it's like, mm -hmm. is it cold enough or is it still warm? Because there are yeah. some times where it's still like 70. And then there mm -hmm. are other times that it's like in like the 10s. 
We're like, yeah. where did this come from? Yeah, like, yeah. what side of the spectrum are we on? I know in Florida, we always joke this time of year, especially, we pretty much get like all four seasons in a day. So like you'll wake up in the morning and it's winter and then mid morning is fall by afternoon. It's like spring, summer, and then you're back to like fall by the time, you know, the sun goes down. Yep. So you can never dress appropriately for the weather in Florida this time I of year. I packed but... like three outfits on our way to high school. We like, it's like freezing, have my winter mm. coat in the morning. And then by the time that we get out of school, I'm like, I have to sweatshirts off, t-shirt and shorts. This is not normal. Like I should not need to bring a whole wardrobe to go to school for a single day, but yeah. um, it, weather is definitely a fun thing. I know you guys have been having kind of a great season on, on the ice though. So yeah. talk to us about it. I mean, we're, we're about midway through the season almost at this point. Yeah. Um, it's actually pretty much farther than that. We only have two more regular season games against okay. Miami in February and okay. then, uh, hopefully playoffs at the end of February and then hopefully nationals, but in March. Um, okay. so we're pretty much, uh, at the end of our regular season by now. Um, yes, we have been doing extraordinarily better, uh, in previous <laughs> seasons. This is definitely, um, a one for the books. I've talked to previous, um, central players that started way back in 2008 and they're like mm -hmm. you guys have been doing way better than we ever have <laughs> so it's it's really fantastic the group of girls we have are so great and our coaching staff uh is is phenomenal we couldn't do it without them no that it's awesome i know we've been you know checking the standings checking the scoreboards and just i know this guy over here is is pretty happy to see what's been going on for you guys. Uh, oh yeah, we really know. appreciate the the social media. We've been seeing it and retweeting it, liking it, all the stuff. So it's definitely a good exposure for for us as a team and a school and a program. So we definitely appreciate it. Oh, I mean, it's just, it's just been fun to watch in the games, like on the other chip wise, and you know, hockey network on YouTube and stuff like that, watching the games. Unfortunately, I might have to watch some a little bit later just because of work or just other things going on. But it's the team is flying. You guys are doing amazing. It's like taking, you know, Salt like Sioux College to like, you know, close games, you know, played really well too against uh, LTU recently too against Lawrence Tech. So, I mean, overall, I mean, going to Notre Dame, taking care of business and stuff like that. It's just the team is absolutely flying this year. Like, what, like, what makes you think has like been the biggest impact just for the chips this year overall? Uh, I think like last year was, I would like to say it as like a foundation year where it's the growing of the, of the program. You know, we had um, a great group of girls. The talent was, you know, as much as we could expect, but definitely um, we grew so much as a family, the cohesiveness, you know, off the ice as well. And so it was really, really fun even last year, but um, having our three coaches that just started last year as their first full season with us, um, I really think that they have an instrumental part of why we are so successful to this day. Um, uh, you know, our head coach, Chris and I, when we were off for COVID, we're racking our brains, finding girls, trying to, you know, go to as many tournaments as we could, going to the jog prospect camp in May, you know, talking to girls nonstop. He literally um, will do hockey at work. He's like, I can't escape it. I do so much stuff every day. I talk in like email and Zoom calls and, you know, the, the um, 
exposure websites these girls can get highlights posted on and stuff and they message through there. Um, so I really think, and we're getting so many more recruitment forms we ever have gotten and surprisingly, mostly Canadian. So we got okay. apparently some, some exposure in Canada somewhere that's happening. So, uh, we're not, we're not against it. That's for sure. No, um, no, not at all. If you start, start no. selling some of those uh, girls from up there. Yeah. I'd say the chips might be a massive problem for the next few seasons. <laughs> all biases aside, of course, because you know. <laughs> Now, I know, I mean, obviously, you guys did a lot of recruiting. You've done a lot. Uh, Zach and I are pretty superstitious hockey fans. I'm a former hockey player myself. As a, a captain, as a leader on the team, is there anything in the locker room, pregame, you know, warm-ups, whatever, that has to happen for you all to know, like, today is going to be a good day? Mm. Um, we're, we're like a, a slight bit superstitious with the – the order of the, how we go off on the ice um, mm -hmm. and like our warmups are the same and the way that we stand for national anthems and stuff is the same. Um, I wouldn't say we're like super superstitious as a team. I know everybody has their individual quirks mm -hmm. and stuff. Um, I would say really the only thing that I know for a fact is like, whoa, if that didn't happen, we're like, what, what's going on uh, is the order <laughs> that we like get off onto the ice with is our, our two assistant captains, captains, excuse me, um, stand on the outside of the, of the doorway on the ice as everybody goes by. And then I'm the last one and we're all fist mm -hmm. bumping and stuff. And so it's really fun. And one of our girls has to hold the door and she's like, I gotta do it. <laughs> I have like, this is my thing. Let it be my thing. I have to do this. Oh, yeah. Thank you. <laughs> She well, purposefully sits by the door in the locker room, so she has to sit by the door so she can hold the door <laughs> when we go out. <laughs> I mean, hey, you know what? Everyone's got their own thing. But speaking of assistant captains, we've had one of your assistant captains on twice already yes. this year. And Emily, like, what's the dynamic of you two, like, off ice, on ice? Because because we, we've talked to her before about you. She's raved about you the last couple times she's been on. So, I mean, we have to ask, like, how is that, like, dynamic with you two? just on and off and is there any stories uh, that you can share with the fans you know? <laughs> yeah, yeah. um we got we got pretty close last year um she's my roommate so <laughs> i see yeah. her a lot yeah <laughs> yep. uh, so we ended up moving in together this year so i think the dynamic of it is is nice um so we're you know pretty pretty good our other assistant captain she's kind of more on like the quieter side but mm -hmm. it's that type of person that like shows example on the ice and so, mm -hmm. like, she can lead by example. She doesn't have to say a ton. But I'm so proud of her. She is, like, nothing. She says nothing. And then all of a sudden this year, she's been talking on the bench. And I'm like, go, Leah. Let's go. <laughs> yeah. You have a voice. So, I heard it. <laughs> yes. Yeah. So you do great. talk. I, uh, I think it's really great. The three of us, um, I think, have been doing pretty well. Um, I definitely see our team growing and you know, me, myself, seeing some, some of our girls uh, emerging as leaders themselves. So I, um, I think that, you know, myself as a leader, I, I never was a, a, a full captain before on a team. I was an assistant captain before on a travel team, but nothing like this for sure. Um, the, the on ice part, I definitely try um, my best sometimes to my fault. I notice I do not do as well if I'm getting in the heat of the game kind of thing, but of making sure we're all being positive with one another, you know, um, keeping that, that family atmosphere, you know, making sure we're all rooting each other on instead of going, what the heck is going on <laughs> if we're not playing so well um, off the ice. It's to me, like uh, it's just structure, making sure that everybody knows what's going on. Nobody's like, what, 
what are we doing? Are we <laughs> so supposed to be somewhere like, like now? Yeah. Like what's happening? <laughs> yep. <laughs> yep. And so making sure it, it all goes smoothly. So then I sometimes feel that if I take most of the administration st- administrative stuff and like all of the things you have to think about before a game, especially when, you know, we're fully team funded, we don't have like in rank staff type of thing mm-hmm. for, uh, you know, game management. Um, I see myself as if I take that, then they don't have to think about it. So it's like, yeah. they can play their game. They can, they can just think about hockey and I'll, I'll deal with it type of thing. Yeah. So, yeah. Right. yeah. Kind, of, kind of take that almost like a team mom kind of thing. Um, you know, don't oh, yeah. worry guys, I've got your schedule. Yeah. Like this is all figured out. You just focus on the hockey. I'll focus on the hockey and then all the other things so we can get there when we need to be. <laughs> Snacks are here. Drinks are over here. Be here at this time. Yeah. <laughs> I've been sure. told that I am the mom so many times. They're like, you have like 16 other children. I'm like, yeah, that's what it feels like. They're like, what time do I have to be at the rink? I'm like, I told you this in the locker room. I told you this 20 minutes ago. You were supposed to be yeah. here in 30 minutes. Like you have 10 minutes. Where are you? Yeah. <laughs> Oh yeah. yeah and then I, I was like I, one of one of my goalies, she's like, Do you have a tums? I'm like, yes, let me pull it out of my bag. <laughs> <laughs> As basically kind of like the network mom, I 100 percent understand that. I had to, you know, ground the kids earlier yeah. this week because they were arguing on Twitter. Um, <laughs> you know, just I don't, I don't just, know what you're talking about. Just had to make them go to <laughs> oh, their separate didn't. corners. No, yeah, mm-hmm. sure it didn't. Mm-hmm. Um you, but you, you know, didn't see anything. <laughs> I, de- I definitely get that. And I know, um, obviously, you know, hockey is a game that kind of connects us all. What started kind of your love for the game? Ooh, um, so I actually started fairly late. I just turned 11 when I started mm-hmm. playing. Um, and it was really my dad. My dad still plays to this day. Um, mm-hmm. And so it was kind of like something me and my dad could do together. Mm-hmm. Um, my sister... Uh, did play a couple sports but she never had interest in hockey she's like no thanks and uh and and so when I was learning how to skate me and my dad Saturday early mornings every week we would go to learn to skate we would get Tim Hortons on the way and it was just like something something that we him and I would do and uh it was a really special thing and then once I actually decided to play um it was I'll take it sorry dad um I decided (laughs) I decided like like late August or like early August or something. And by this time, July, like late July is when they were finalizing rosters. And so I got put in a draft. And my mom tell, asks these guys who are organizing it, there's other girls in this, right? No, I was the only one. <laughs> so my mom's like, mm. No, okay. No. Got, got it. So by the time that I, I started, I was a second year peewee. And so this was still full checking. And I was the mm. only girl. I got thankfully picked up by a team, um, a local team by my house. And so I played with boys my first year. Um, I can say as an 11-year-old was tough. Mm-hmm. Um, I unfortunately didn't have uh, some of my friends growing up who played with boys. They were always like, yeah, they were super protective of me. And they were like, they were my brothers type thing. I did not have that. (laughs) And so I uh, am thankful for what I had, though, as much as my dad's like, you hated it. I was like coming (laughs) off the bench crying and like, get me off the ice. But um, it was full checking. I had to have a very thick skin. I had to Mm -hmm. make it work. 
Um, and so I, I don't regret it at all because it definitely has made me the hockey player and the person that I am. Um, so I think my dad really was an instrumental part of it. But then just playing, I, I was like, this is so fun. Mm-hmm. I was I got so bored with all the other sports. They weren't fast, fast enough pace. And so yeah. I was like, this is the only thing that like keeps my interest. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, mm-hmm. I, I, I definitely feel that my dad is actually the, the guy in the intro video. That's my dad. And he's really? also the yeah he's also the reason that I fell in love with this game. Um, he was oh, born nice. and raised he was born and raised in Chicago. So up until a couple of years ago, he still played hockey into his like late fifties, early sixties. But then his hip yep. started bothering him, and I'm like, oh, mm-hmm. you need like the Brent Seabrook like double hip replacement <laughs> surgery situation. Oh. He was like, it's not funny. I'm like, well, I mean, it's not wrong either. <laughs> but, but. I mean, so uh, he is absolutely the reason that I love this game as well. So yeah. I, I definitely get kind of that connection because hockey was the thing that he and I did together. And yeah. I mean, when in doubt, we would be at a hockey game or we would be watching hockey on TV when we could. This was before yep. like oh, streaming yeah. services existed. Um, yep. So uh, dads definitely get get a lot of us into that love of of. this game and I mean I'm I'm very grateful that he did and it's the only sport that keeps my attention too people are like why don't you watch football I'm like because it it starts and it stops so much it just it can't Mm -hmm. keep my attention do you go to baseball games with soccer I used to catch butterflies when I played soccer like (laughs) (laughs) I would play softball and my Mm -hmm. coach put me in the outfield and so I would sit down and pop the head of dandelions off for fun I was like, hmm, okay, this is perfect. Yeah, and like people yeah. are like, you go to baseball games? I'm like, yeah, to like eat hot dogs and socialize with my yeah. friends. <laughs> um, it's just, I mean, hockey is, it's fast. It's never, it doesn't really stop very often. And it, it just, it keeps my attention quite well. Um, yeah. So yeah, I, I definitely get that part as well. Now, like women's hockey is really becoming a, a pretty serious thing in the in the mm-hmm. world today uh we've actually got the phf all-star game on this evening it's on at seven yes. and it's on like actual television it's going to be broadcast on espn2 which is exciting That's nice um they've got all their games streaming on espn plus which is just an absolute wonderful awesome. thing or tsn plus if you're in canada um so yeah. it, i mean are you are you guys planning to kind of watch the festivities this evening or are you kind of thinking about I... maybe uh, as a college student, don't have cable. <laughs> I get that. So, I think it's going to be on um, ESPN Plus as well um, for those okay. who don't have it. So I could possibly make it work, but we'll have to. I am <laughs> a horrible. I I like see all the social media of it. I am mm-hmm. a horrible. I'll tell a horrible person when it comes to watching the games like professionally. Um, mm-hmm. I like like track it a couple times. Like I know. Uh, um, one of my uh, rival high schools, uh, Taylor Gerard, I went to high, okay. rival high schools with her. And so I saw her going t- uh, to Connecticut and I was like, that's so cool. <laughs> and uh, so I try to keep up a little bit, mm-hmm. but I, to my, to my fault, sometimes I don't watch as often as I'd like. Well, in I mean, all fairness, <laughs> the first couple of years of the league, there was social media was really the only way that you, you could keep up with it. It wasn't until the, the COVID season that we were able to even watch games if you weren't in one of the local areas because they started streaming them on Twitch of all places. Um, yeah. Hmm. Which 
which was awesome because I mean the chat rooms for Twitch like NWHL games they were amazing um because we all got yeah. to connect and yeah. talk to other like women's hockey fans even if they didn't live anywhere near you but it's nice to see kind of that exposure I know yesterday they were all at the Hockey Hall of Fame which is awesome to see um the, the growth of the game has been great mm-hmm. a member of the Anaheim Ducks was rocking and Anne Sophie Batie jersey walking into the game yesterday. Um, he was wearing her Montreal Force jersey. And to see the women's game growing to an aspect where NHL players are like, yeah, I'm gonna rock that jersey. The Boston Bruins all wore Boston Pride jerseys to a game uh last season. So it's, awesome. it's it's really great to see that recognition. I mean, <coughs> it is potential like, would you want to pit play pro hockey if you could? I mean, that would that would be Unreal. But <laughs> I, I think that, man, I, uh, that would be pretty cool. But I think, like, for myself, the reality check of it is, is that um, where my education has gone, like, schooling wise mm-hmm. um, and occupationally, it doesn't exactly line up for me. And to the point of where, like, I didn't even think I was going to play college hockey. When yeah. I came from youth, I was like, okay, I'm done. Yeah. And then by the time that I came here, I was like, holy crap, I can play college hockey. I can and still play hockey. So, yeah. And so I think I think really, like, my, my legacy will be here. That's about it. Okay. What are you going hey, to school no for? With that. Uh, I'm, so I'm a master's student now. I mm-hmm. am uh, exercise physiology. Okay. Mm-hmm. And so I graduated with my bachelor's in clinical exercise science. And okay. uh, so I'm, uh, I'm not certified yet, but I'm an exercise physiologist, so. Okay. And then, mm-hmm. uh, I mean, do you want to like translate that into maybe like working in oh, hockey? Okay. Uh, I, <laughs> let me I've, let me tell you. <laughs> I've thought about it. Okay. Um, I've definitely thought about it. There are. That's why I really liked this field. Is there are multiple ways I can go. Mm-hmm. Um, so I did my internship at um, Beaumont in Royal Oak in Michigan. I don't know if you know where mm-hmm. that's at. Um, it's a very large hospital and they're 19th in the country for preventative cardiology and rehabilitation. Yeah. And so I did my internship there. It was fantastic. The facility was great. The people, um, so I can do, uh, I can facilitate cardiac rehab for patients Mm -hmm. as well as, um, stress testing, um, as well as what I thought of for sports wise is that, um, all of these professional sports teams have their uh, skaters do these tests. Mm-hmm. Like they do a test called a VO2 max. Mm-hmm. And so I'm able to run this test. Okay. And so I've thought, I've thought about it. Um, yeah. I don't know if I'd go anything as far as like athletic training or anything like that, but um, definitely uh, the testing, like diagnostic testing wise, I, I would be interested in doing. And so I know like DMC is, is, uh, the Detroit medical center has a, an association with the Red Wings and the Pistons mm-hmm. and the Lions and stuff. So something to look into for sure. Oh yeah. And I mean, like the athletic trainer, cardiology kind of side of things that definitely mm-hmm. kind of reached a peak in the sports world just a few weeks ago with DeMar Hamlin and everything that happened with him on the field. Um, I know th- that has happened a couple times in hockey as well. Chris Pronger came out and finally released like everything that happened to him back in the early nineties when he blocked that slap shot and the same thing happened to him. Yeah. So uh, obviously Crazy. you guys are very important to, to the world yeah. of sports when it comes to 
not only prevention, but also the rehabilitation after, because that's the other thing you talked about, you know, doing the stress test, having to go through all of the the ECGs and all of the testing and sitting down and being like, can I still do this? Like, yeah, am I going to be able to to play the game again? And he, I mean, he went on to play for 12 more seasons after, I think something like that. Mm -hmm. And I mean, hockey hall of fame career. And it's, it's thanks to people in sports medicine Mm -hmm. that he was able. Nope. Sorry. No, go ahead. Go ahead. Uh, Not only like, does it have a really strong indicator of sports performance with Mm -hmm. these tests, but it also is the number one uh, evaluation of mortality. Mm -hmm. And so it's like, we can actually get an idea of like how well you would be in sports, but also like your general health. Yeah. And so I, I'm like trying to think in my head, why don't we do this more often? I, I will say I was a little floored um, a couple of years ago. I went to like my annual exam and they were like, we also want to run these like heart tests. And I was like, mm-hmm. those, what? those things aren't like in the same relative general area of my body. Like I don't understand. Mm-hmm. And they, they explained all that to me. They were like, you know, your cardiac health. Th- mm-hmm. this will give us a snapshot of like not only what your heart is doing but what your overall health looks like because this yep. is going to show us the breakdown of everything and it's it, it's an important thing and they even said if your insurance doesn't cover this we will cover it for you because we think it's such a yeah. vital service that we provide so i mean it is awesome. it is definitely something I, I wish more people understood that like yeah. when it when it comes to all of your health like knowing what your heart is doing and like having a stress mm-hmm. test or doing a VO2 max, things of that nature. Like it can be a key indicator of not just like how your health is, but how like your overall health, your, mm-hmm. your overall situation is because kind oh, of yeah. controls all of the, all oh, yeah. of the parts of you <laughs> come oh, yeah. from, you know, I, I've, heartbeat. Seen, I've seen some, some pretty sick people in cardiac mm-hmm. rehab who, who have some serious conditions Mm-hmm. And I'm like, we could just make it so much easier if people yeah. knew right off the bat, people knew how to rehabilitate themselves or at least like the opportunity to do it. Because like, if you don't get that information from your physician, it's like, what do I do? Yeah. And, so, and, and then, then you don't, such, then you don't know. Improvement. Yeah. yeah. We see such, such improvement in these patients after, you know, even just like 16 sessions. Yeah. And so it's, it's really great to see. No, for sure. And I mean, that that's a great field to go. And I, I hope that whatever you do, like just keep spreading that knowledge because it's important stuff yeah. for people to know. I'm glad you shared it here with us so that all of the people yeah, who are listening will also know, like, mm-hmm. maybe I should ask my doctor to have a stress mm-hmm. test because you can ask them like they don't have to be yeah. like, you need this. You can be like, hey, you know, I would yeah. like to, to have this test done because I would yeah. like to know these things about myself. People don't know that you mm-hmm. can just be like, hey, doc. Yeah. And I, would like, think I would like this. Thank you. Yeah. And if they think that it's a relative, you know, uh, like you, you think you should or, you know, or if not, they can give you the reasons why of like, oh, no, you're doing this right. Your levels mm-hmm. here are great. You know, this sounds good type of thing. But like in my internship, uh, the big, big companies um, like GM or Ford have their certain type of employees do this annually. Mm-hmm. So that they have, like, we call them executive stress tests. I don't know why. But uh, <laughs> and so basically, they, they come in and, and we are making sure that they're able to do this type of work, and that they're yeah. in a good, 
healthy, you know, state of being. And so I yeah. actually really like, like how these companies do that. So then they can actually take care of their employees. Yeah. Well, and I mean, it's one of the things you can, I, I've heard on those, you can even catch things like just before they're about to happen. So, I mean, it's, it's an important, especially if you're in a high stress job, like mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. ask, ask for them, ask for like a full blood workup, like just ask your doctor for these things yeah. and they'll be like, oh, you actually want to know these things about your health? Oh my gosh, yeah. okay. You, I just ordered them at the lab. Please go. I'm, yeah. Usually doctors are more than happy to, to give you tests if they know that you actually want them because you want to know yeah. what's going on with yourself. Yeah. You just got to find so, the right one to give it to you. You, you do. And I, I mean, mm-hmm. I know plenty of people who are like, if you're not going to give me a complete blood panel, then fine. I will just go to a different doctor because- yeah. There's somebody out there who's going to let me know what's going on with my body. Yep. Oh, yeah. So now you're in your master's program. Mm-hmm. How much longer do you have left to go on that? So so this rest of the semester and then all of next year. Okay. So you're about halfway mm-hmm. master's or two, three years? Two, give or take. Two so years. Yeah, I'll probably, yeah. Gra- I'll probably graduate in May of next year. Okay. So one mm-hmm. more year of college hockey? Yes, ma'am. Let's go. I'm sure I know you said you guys are already like doing recruiting and stuff. So oh, yeah. I'm sure yep, you're we, gearing we up already. Yep. We committed the two girls already that we posted about and we've been mm-hmm. uh, in contact with quite quite a few um, other girls that have some interest. And so we're really, really fortunate um, to have these girls reach out to us and then also, you know, uh, talk to us back. <laughs> um, we did. Uh, <laughs> Uh, some girls came for uh, a campus tour, and so mm-hmm. we went and met them, talked a little bit, gave them the information, and um, as well as all these recruitment forms and going to games. And so it's it's really great how much like when we started the season, Chris was like, I have over like fifty girls that I've been talking to, and they slowly you know yeah. release and go to other places, and that's totally fine. And what I really love about Chris is that he is really like his emphasis is, is that we want you to find the right fit. Like college hockey is, is great, but you're going to get your education first. Mm -hmm. And, and so you have to find somewhere that, you know, coordinates with both. And so if, if, if central's not for you, then that's okay. And so obviously we want everyone who would want to come here and, you know, build the program itself or, you know, just the school itself um, or even being a part of our program in a different way. Um, but it, it's definitely got to be for you. Yeah. So I really, and I really like that about Chris. That's something we've actually heard because we've talked to a couple Acha coaches and across mm-hmm. the board, all of them have said the same exact thing. Like college hockey's great, but you're not coming to like, you're not getting a degree in hockey. Yeah. So yeah. if, if our school isn't the right educational fit for you, like that, that's okay. Like, mm-hmm at the end of this time, you need to have like a degree that you actually like want <laughs> so that you yeah. can like you, have a yeah. job and <laughs> you kind of need to be interested in the yeah. studies, <laughs> you know, just, 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 just a tiny just, bit. Just a little you, can't bit get yeah. a, you can't get a bachelor's degree in hockey as much as we would all love. I mean, <laughs> wouldn't that be so awesome? I, yeah, I, like, I mean, sure. I, if I could have like a doctorate in hockey, like, come on now. <laughs> <laughs> would 100 percent have spent like eight years in college to have a doctorate in hockey but sadly that is not an option um so it's great to hear that i mean that spirit is alive and well at cmu as well because we want to make sure that that everybody out there knows i know we've got a couple listeners who are 
getting ready to graduate and looking mm -hmm. into like college hockey programs and ACHA programs and things like that. Cause NCAA obviously isn't the right fit for everyone. Um, yep. For those people, what would be your recommendation for like finding the school that has an ACHA program that's a fit for them? Uh, for for NCAA, I know it, it varies where, mm -hmm. you know, coaches are like they're having really strict rules on when they can reach out to, to players. Mm -hmm. And so thankfully with ACHA, we don't have that problem. And so we can talk to whoever and whenever. Mm -hmm. um, and so that's a really uh, advantage for us and for other programs. Um, I, to my suggestion for those in high school who are finally starting to look at schools and want to play college hockey, is is definitely do your research. ACHA website is the best to knowing mm -hmm. which teams there are, and you can then look up schools from there. You know, okay, this this school has a team, and then you look into it. Oh, they do have the program I want to go into, and mm -hmm. stuff like that, or vice versa. If you do the research on the school, and then you look on the website, and they don't have one, stuff like that. Um, I think reaching out to coaches is essential if you mm -hmm. really want to get on their radar fast. Um, I know some girls are a little more timid. And so they're like, well, I don't want to annoy them. No, annoy them. They love it. <laughs> they, Chris is like, I got another email. I'm so excited. <laughs> and he'll, he'll watch hockey all day long. And so he's more than happy to either, if he doesn't know the answer to, to answer your questions, to find the right spot for you to ask or find it. Um, I know he sends me all the time. He's like, this this one wants to go into psychology. Do you know anything about that? <laughs> I'm like, yeah, here, I'll send you the link. I'll, I'll send you where they need to go for that. Mm -hmm. Like, we've got yep. this. <laughs> mm -hmm. And so um, signing up for those those exposure websites that NCSA, did I do that right? And whatever it is, I forget already, um, <laughs> is posting game film. And then, you know, uh, you have a, a bio about yourself doing mm -hmm. stuff on social media is big too. Cause I know um, like I have our Instagram on my phone and so I'm following people liking posts and stuff, getting messages and stuff. Um, so even on social media, if you don't want to contact the coach directly is fine. Um, and really do your research from there and just talk campus tours, figure out school first and then talk to the, the hockey teams, find if, if this is probably going to be a good fit for you or not. And then go from yeah. there. Gotcha. Are there yeah. any like specific like hashtags that you search for when it comes to like recruitment and things like that? Or mm, I don't know, actually. I, I don't do <laughs> as much anymore because Chris mm -hmm. kind of took that over. Thankfully. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I just post the score. I just post the scores. I just read comments. <laughs> I I like people's posts and follow yeah. them, and that's about that's about it. Um, gotcha. and then I do, I, I do know a ton about the school. I mean, I've been here for six years. I sure hope I do. <laughs> um, yes. How would, so, how would you, how would you describe CMU to potential players? <laughs> yeah. So we, we have a, a really great four-year, uh, university. We have over 250, uh, RSOs. So registered student organizations, as well as, uh, a ton of different majors, you know, our, our science is particularly not to be biased, but, um, are, are really great. Um, we just got a new, uh, wing of our health professions building for the physical therapy and physician assistant program that we have here. Um, and so that's fantastic. The classrooms are beautiful. Yeah. Um, 
and but there 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 seems to be like it's one of those schools that it's like it seems to have a place for almost everybody like mm-hmm. you there's something for you to do and so like I know like some of those really really small schools that are like only business or only technological um mm-hmm. sometimes they may struggle because they only get girls that are interested in only that and mm-hmm. so I think that it's really great for us is that we have sciences, behavioral sciences, business, history, you know, all of the above. Um, mm-hmm. And like our, our broadcast and uh, journalism department's really great. And so it's, it's pretty cool that way. But um, we did drop in attendance due to COVID, but I feel like every university kind of did. Um, I've heard yeah. though that our, our, our campus is, is really nice for some. Um, Mm Because girls now, or even students in general, um, don't want to go to really big universities. And so they're like, I don't want to walk 30 minutes just to get to class. Yeah. Yeah. That sounds horrible. (laughs) Yeah. So I, uh, our our campus is pretty tight knit. All of Mm -hmm. our academic buildings are right there in the center. And it's fairly walkable. And the dorms are right behind it. And then we have all of our athletics on the south side. And so I think, honestly, our campus is pretty, pretty well built, um, you know, structurally yeah. and geographically. Mount Pleasant is a small town, obviously, mm-hmm. um, but it's kind of, it grows on you. It, it like <laughs> sneak, it sneaks up on you and it's like, mm-hmm. hey, you want to stay here forever. Like, <laughs> I, like I, I kind of like it here. This is, this is, yeah, I, I went, I went to college at Longwood in, in, I joke, I, I kid you not. It's in Farmville, Virginia um like the population of the town without college students is maybe 500 people um and uh, again very walkable campus the the city is home to two colleges and like very walkable campus everything's kind of centrally located like if you're an education major all the education buildings are like right here and you know Mm -hmm. they, they put you in dorms that are like oh you're an education major here's your dorm like right down the quad from like the yeah. building you need to go to. So walkable campuses are a godsend <laughs> yeah. because it's, it's nice to be able to get out and not have to like trek the three miles to your car in the parking lot. That's mm-hmm. a million miles away to drive yeah. to a building that's on the other, that I, yeah. I love that. So I, I absolutely get the, like go to a college in a small town. Mm-hmm. Like the people are yeah. nice there's like mom and pop businesses and not just yeah. like corporations everywhere. So yeah. I feel like we have a, we have a good bit of both. Mm-hmm. Mount Pleasant in the last couple of years has kind of gotten a little bit like expanded. When yeah. I first got here, I, I was like, okay, you got to like really know where to go to find mm-hmm. things to do or, mm-hmm. you know, to find the good places to eat. Cause I mean, yeah, we have the chains, but it's like, eh. I mean, so, it's kind of like it is what it is. Yeah. Yeah. Same old, same old. So, so, so what would you um, what would you say is like the hidden gem at CMU that people are like ooh. kind of missing on? Mm, I for so Mount Pleasant for a while struggled. I didn't. I never found anywhere to go for breakfast, and I am a mm-hmm. total breakfast person. Yes. So I found this really, 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 really small diner downtown. It's called Stands, and they make the best homemade toast. It is so good, and so every time that I have a chance on the weekends, I'm like, let's go to Stands let's go you know there you go i dig that it, it, in farmville there's a restaurant called mcadoo's and it was like it's on a side street like if you didn't know where it was y- y- you wouldn't know and 
they had some of the best food that I think I've ever eaten in my yeah. entire life. I still have mm-hmm. like a cup that like you you ordered a, a beverage and you got like a, a cup with the the logo on it. It's still in my house and it has the year 2005 on it. Um, so it still lives here. Um, but I mean, it, it's great to have that place. If you're ever in Mount Pleasant, please swing by, go downtown, go to stands, get some breakfast. Breakfast is the most superior food that exists. It is not just yes. for the mornings. You can have breakfast foods at any time during the day. Anyone who decided that you can't have pancakes for dinner is just wrong. I mean, that's why that's why that's why Cracker Barrel exists. You can go there for whenever. So I mean, exactly. That's why there's more breakfast foods in my house than regular foods because I'm probably gonna have like an omelet for dinner. Like it's fine. Um, I I randomly make breakfast burritos at any time of the day. All of my friends were like, "How?" I'm like, "Number one, I have it down to a science. Number two, when I pour the eggs in and they start cooking, I add cheese and put the tortilla on top and let it finish cooking, and then just flip that sucker onto a plate, and we are golden. Um, yep. it's, it's all about efficiency in this house. So, uh, yep. I mean, breakfast foods are absolutely the most superior foods that exist. I would agree. Yeah. So I know you said you have like two regular season games left. You guys, you know, coming down to the you know playoffs and stuff like that. I'm not worried about you guys making the playoffs. The, the, the guys, the team, the team has been so good this year. Nationals, <laughs> totally fine. But what, like, what would you say is probably the one of the games that kind of sticks out to you the most? And like, what was probably one of the best road, like road cities that the team mm. went to during the season as well? So I think like. The, the starting off weekend when we played Michigan State um, with our first home game win and then like with these group of girls and then going to, to, to Munn the day after uh, Michigan State, I think that was like a huge confident booster because we were, we were all new to each other. We didn't know how to play exactly and like with each other. And it was kind of like, okay, let, like, let's see what we can do type of thing. That one was really great. Our, our first away trip, I think was Northern, if I have my facts straight, mm-hmm. that was probably, yeah, that was a, a really great trip. We took the bus, you know, it was really one of those like bonding times. Um, it was like a five, six hour trip. Uh-huh. Um, and then we'd come, come and win, sweep uh, those games. And so I think that that one was really like, man, like we could do this type <laughs> yeah. of thing. I kind mean, of the so trip that, where everything like really, clicked. Yeah. Okay, so because yeah, I know so like those the, were really fun. Yeah, because yeah. the team was on a run for a good while. I'm like, this yeah. team might not ever lose because just the way <laughs> the season started, it's just like, mm-hmm. I mean, like you said like former players are saying it's probably the best season the chips ever had. It's just yeah. like, like I said, like you play through college, like an undefeated team, you know, number one in the division and stuff like that, but still taking them to the wire game one i mean that's still like like what what's like what was the feeling like you know seeing like playing a team like that and keeping it close as it was did like did it, did it make you as a team feel like okay we can hang with you know the bigger teams the teams who are undefeated who can score a bunch like still kind of stick with them like what was the feeling like after like that that weekend series yeah i think i think it was a little bit of both of like wow we actually can beat this team. Um, I think a little bit was like coming off of break, playing Penn State as a D1 team, 
um, unfortunately losing, but only losing two nothing. We were like, that we'll take yeah. it. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, D1, yeah, D1 team 2 nothing. I mean, nothing to sniff yeah. at. I mean, and so then coming coming off of that, um, I think we played pretty well against them. And so we were like, okay, we just got to keep it rolling, play exactly mm-hmm. like we did, and we'll probably, you know, be competitive. I think that um, Sue is a fantastic team. They have gotten some really great girls. Um, and I know they were going to be a, a good one a couple of years ago when we first played them. Um, being Canadian you know we were like okay this team means business and uh, so once once we got into the game um, you know our style of play is very different than theirs and so it was to their advantage and so they played against us very well and I think once we adjusted it was like one of those things where it was like a little too late then it was like okay like only two two one um we lost in, in overtime. So once we took it to overtime, we were like, oh, okay, like we got to we gotta do this. And from experience, we have three overtime wins. And so uh, it's the most in our division. And so we were like, oh, okay. And so we've been here before. We can, we can mm-hmm. make this work. But um, the one girl who scored, wicked shot. And so <laughs> I was like, oh, okay. Props to you. Props to you. Yeah. So it's sometimes there's it's nothing like, you can yeah. do. <laughs> yeah. One. It's one of those things that they were a better team that day, and so uh, it's definitely though a great learning experience of you know knowing where our weak spots were, but also our strong suits to try and emphasize more and try and like you know move it around differently or something like that to try and uh, get us a win. Unfortunately, it didn't happen the next day, but I think it was. You know, after the first game, some girls kind of got a little discouraged and were like, oh, crap, we got to do this again type of thing. Mm-hmm. So uh, uh, I think we we were competitive, but um, better team, got to give them props. Yeah. yeah. Now, like in that moment of discouragement, because you mentioned like there were several girls who were like, oh, we have like we have to go out there and we have to do this again. Like as the team captain, like what were you saying in that moment? Like. To, to kind of break them of that because I know that's a that can be a really bad feeling to have in yeah. the locker room yeah we I think uh why we lost on Friday this past weekend was a little bit because of that um mm-hmm. and so uh I think that weekend to be completely honest was actually trying for me as as you know being uh on the ice and having to uh you know play my game but also come off the ice and go okay like they need some encouragement mm-hmm. and and try and try and up the the mood in the locker room type of thing and so uh definitely a learning experience for me not having to have to do that before mm-hmm. where it's like like we've had games especially last year um where we've had games where it was it was a blowout mm-hmm. and it was like we did what we could type of encouragement like we're we're having fun we're doing what we can we're doing here like we're playing to have fun type of thing Mm -hmm. and so after this past weekend it was kind of like almost like we can beat them yeah don't give up yet yeah we could we could be in this game and so it was it was more of like an encouragement of even myself too because i find as a as a player getting in the heat of the game i find myself crap like we gotta Mm-hmm. We got to come back from this. And so it was, it was really interesting to, to see like my own 
personal development, but also the team, you know, after yesterday's game, it was like a full 180. We were on the bench like, yeah, let's go. You guys are mm-hmm. doing great. Like, woo, type of thing. And so uh, I really think that that had something to do with it on the second game mm-hmm. uh, from Sue. Uh, but, you know, th- then again, we're all brand new to each other from this past, you know, couple months. Mm-hmm. And so we're we're still learning each other type of thing. Yeah. Yeah. And when you don't want to be like – you've got this. And somebody be like, I don't got this. And like, just have a, yep. a moment. So you, you don't quite yep. have like that, that gel where it comes to, you know, yeah. you know exactly yeah, what every, to say to somebody. Yeah. Everybody has their different pep talks that they, mm-hmm. they need. Like some people just need like, yeah, you're doing great. Keep it going. All right. Or it's like my Emily, she tells me she like yell at me, like scream <laughs> in my ear. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. It's funny because talking to Emily a couple times already, that kind of tracks. Yeah, that, it's that, like, that yeah, does kind of, yeah, that, that makes yeah, sense. That makes sense. Yeah. She's, like, she's like, if I'm messing something up, like just scream at me and like, what are you doing? And I was like, okay, I will. All right. <laughs> she told um, me that. I was like, oh, interesting. Okay. Like, right. can, I, can I get that in writing for later? That way, yeah, when you're like, yeah. why are you yelling at me? You can be like, right here. See this paper? You. See, see, see the you subsection, subsection 2.539 says, I can yell at you. You, know, Beth, I think we have to, like, kind of pencil it into the air and, like, get some vibes going. The fact that we got to bring Mac and Emily on at the same time, because yes. that would be a very yes. awesome well, episode for sure. We talked to Emily about like having the whole team on an episode. She, she, so. she did say that too because of the hockey house. I mean, she did yeah. also say that too. You know what? So. I can make that happen. We'll make it happen. Let's go. <laughs> I, I'm here for it. I think that would be absolutely amazing. I mean, we, we love to grow the, the game of women's hockey. That's why we decided to split the the podcast into two episodes where we just have a singular episode that is dedicated to everything women's hockey. And so we would absolutely love, even if it's not like a Sunday, even if we have to do it on a different day, like we will drop a super special episode where it's just the chips and it's the team and they can just, y'all can just have, well, like we can just give you the reins and we can just have a good old time just talking hockey because uh, we want to do what we can to grow the game, which is why I wanted to know about like, what should a person do if they want to play in you know an ACHA women's team like what what should they do where should they go because I've talked to a couple people on social media who have talked about like you know I'm looking into Acha women's hockey and I'm like what do you need to know because like where are you looking at because I might know some people who can like hook you up with the right people yeah we know we we know people of people that know other people too so like we've got some connections like I'll have my people call your people and then their people call your people yeah exactly exactly, so for sure (laughs) knowing where these young players can go so that they can continue to play the game that we all love I mean we want to help grow not just like the PHF and professional women's hockey. I mean, what you guys do is important because it, it allows people to continue to play the game that they love. And it, like you said, you didn't think you were going to play hockey anymore. Mm-hmm. And oh, yeah. here you are now in your master's program, captain of the Chippewas, like having a season and we absolutely love to see it. So yep. yeah, I'm, there is a, there's a few times that uh, I didn't think I was going to play college hockey. And then by mm-hmm. the time that I was, we I played my freshman and sophomore year. 
Then mm-hmm. my junior year came around and we didn't have a goalie. So I was like, oh, we're done. Like, <laughs> this is it. And yeah. then um, we had, uh, so that year we didn't play. Then we mm-hmm. had COVID the year, the year after. Mm-hmm. And, or did we have, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and so uh, I didn't think, think back. I've been here too long. <laughs> uh, so mm-hmm. by the time that, you know, COVID came around, we had a, a coaching staff shift. Mm-hmm. Then because we didn't have a goalie, we had multiple girls just be like, I'm, I'm, I'm not going to play anymore. Like they yeah. were a little bit too involved in certain other, other clubs and other um, priorities that they wanted to do for their education. And so I was like, I totally understand. And so by that point I was like, crap, like this is it. We're, yeah. we're going we're gonna to stop playing. I'm going to be the beer league washout now. And- <laughs> <laughs> oh, and oh. so I was, we were playing C league just for fun mm-hmm. you know, that whole that whole year. So um, I was thankful to stay on the ice, but so we, we didn't have a coach. We had like eight girls and I was like, by this point um, I was shifted over into the presidency and I was like, what the heck am I going to do? Yeah. And yeah. So it took me three, three, uh, like four or so months mm-hmm. um, where I had absolutely no idea if this was going to ever become a team again. Mm-hmm. And like, obviously we don't have um, much financial support from the school and Oh, we lost Zach. Oh no. <laughs> He'll be back. Keep going. <laughs> okay. Um, like, and so we, we were doing basically everything on our own. And so by this point, I was telling my parents, I'm like, I don't know what to do. Like, this team is is done. Oh. <laughs> Apparently StreamYard so, was like, my. <laughs> oh, so StreamYard did the same thing to you that it's done to me the last several weeks. So it, it's fine. So, but, but I mean, but, now here you are, you, you persevered yeah. and you did yeah. what had to be done. And now you guys are having an amazing season and like, yeah, the, so the once, playoffs once are on the horizon. Chris, yeah. Once we hired Chris after the, once we found Chris after those four months of total, like just question marks, yeah. we were like, okay, what's going to um. happen? <laughs> and so then it was, Chris came on board and in the first month I was like, I am whatever sign from above or wherever the universe. <laughs> I was like, thank you so much for this. <laughs> Because I, I, I could not have done it without him. Yeah. Um, my parents are always like, don't be rude. Like you can, you can be humble, but also like tell everybody that you made this happen too. And yeah. I'm like, mom, that's okay. I, I couldn't do it. I could not have done it alone. Yeah. And so once we actually found Chris, it was fantastic. And things, um, things just kind of yeah. went in the complete opposite direction. And I was like, thank you. Yeah. Thank well, you for that. I'm going to side with your parents here. Like you do need to make sure that you take that credit for yourself because I mean, this program wouldn't be where it is if you hadn't done the work that you had done. And now yeah. you found Chris and you guys have built yeah. this program to where, where it is now. So you absolutely need to take that credit for yourself as well, because you persevered through all the crazy. You played in C league hockey just to stay yeah. on the ice with eight girls in the program and now, yeah. I mean, you're co- you got two more games in the season, yeah. And and playoffs are right around the like, corner. Look at the look at the plaque on your wall. 
Yeah. Um, I have a a plaque from club sports department. Mm -hmm. Um, The year that we actually did not play, it was bizarre. I did not even know this was happening because usually like for nominations of awards, you tell like, oh, you're nominated. I had no Mm -hmm. idea until I won it. So I was uh, named the leader of the year in 2019. And so I was like, I was like, how the heck did this happen? Because we didn't even play. (laughs) Yeah. But so something, but you didn't, you didn't give up. You didn't give up. And as a leader, even though you guys didn't play, you didn't quit. And so that is truly the mark of a good leader is you kept going, even when you had to just play C-League hockey and, and, you know, stay on the ice with the girls that you had, you didn't quit. So you are absolutely deserving of that award. Like, I mean, you might be the team mom, but I'm going to go podcast mom on you for a second. You absolutely deserve that. Because you didn't give up. And if you had given up, mm-hmm. you wouldn't have this group of girls with you playing hockey right now. Nope. So. Yeah. So as as much as, you know, yes, I've had a very instrumental part of keeping this program going. I'm just happy that I could have done it for the girls in the future that actually want to come here and play. And giving, yeah. you know, another another opportunity for, for girls here that are not even knowing that we have mm-hmm. hockey here and find out later on and they're like holy crap I can play hockey here and so it's it's you know it's great and I honestly think that that's the most inspiring part is is knowing that these girls will actually have a place to play and be successful it's funny how that comes kind of full circle because you came to college going oh well I'm not gonna play hockey anymore yep and now you are bringing girls into the program who think that they're never gonna play hockey again and I mean, and also, like you said, like having people find out that you have a hockey team. I have to say this: whoever your photography person was for the promo shots you got, those are like, those Man. are so. <laughs> we talk, we're talking about firing up the yeah. chips. Like that was fire. Yeah. Like, I'm like, excuse me, hold up. Yep. We're talking yep. about we're talking about club hockey getting these photos. Yep. Um, yes, promotion Zach, galore. Zach was like, I need you to go look in the Twitter dms to see these pictures that max sent me because i can't choose so i went and looked and i was like i can't choose either because these are all phenomenal and we ended up we ended up having to pick two different photos so you saw the photo that we used to uh, Mm -hmm. announce that you were going to be a guest and we've used a completely different one of the photos that you sent to us for the podcast when it drops on youtube and on twitter and uh, we we couldn't choose because they are stunning i know i i am so happy that we found kurt he is fantastic he did does he does a ton of stuff for for concerts and stuff Mm -hmm. um and we we met him through he knows one of our assistant coaches and he lives in like bay city area or midland area Mm -hmm. something like that and uh he's done other sports before and so one of our assistant coaches was like hey like ask him to do our media day um, and I was like, "Bet I will." All right. And so I reached out to I uh, we reached out to him and was like, "You want to be our photographer?" And so he he took you know couple couple of game day photos, um, mm-hmm. and even those are are great um, for the first half of the season. And then we did our media day, and I was like, "Sir, <laughs> yeah." 
Excuse me. <laughs> Hold like, on while sir. I catch my breath. Like you could like, have warned me. You could have warned me or something. Like yeah. yeah. Like I knew that they were gonna be good when Zach was having trouble mm-hmm. deciding, and then I was like, I'm sorry. Wait a minute. What? what? Yeah. <laughs> they were so fantastic. I could not. I could not have chosen a better person for it. And yeah. he was like, I, because uh, we told him, I'm like, put your stamp on it tell me to like what your instagram facebook twitter is and we'll tag you in everything because mm-hmm. they're just first of all that great and yeah. like to give him the credit for it and he's just like i can't believe how many times this has been shared i'm like mm-hmm. yeah because they're that good because they're uh, really the, really good yeah yeah the hockey house podcast um on instagram mm-hmm. did a whole yep. like collaboration with them and then that that blew up, and then the ACHA show um, Instagram used w- the one of our goalie, and I was like, "Are you in like a hockey modeling page? Like, what is that? Because that what looks too happening? good. <laughs> like, what is yeah. happening right now?" <laughs> yeah, and so I'm so I I hope we're trying to see if he'll come out again and mm-hmm. do a second uh, a second one where we can get a little bit more of the girls because when we did our media day, we were just really emphasizing on getting the team photos and the individual ones. So we could update our website and the ACHA mm-hmm. website and stuff like that with all of our photos. And then we were like, we have time. We did it during one of our practices that we didn't have games that week. So mm-hmm. we were like, we have time. Do you want to do anything else? And I asked Kurt, I was like, you're the photographer. Tell us what do you want? Yeah. And he was like, I'm down for anything. And so we start taking these pictures of just like action shots and the, the like mm-hmm. the cool creative ones. And he's got the smoke in the background. And I was like, this is so cool. And I didn't even know how it was going to turn out. And then he first showed me the first one that he took. And I was like, how the heck did you do that? Wait, is that me? Hold on. <laughs> yeah, you got you got you got the fierce like the fierce stare down. You got yeah. the celly. It was just like okay. It was amazing. Okay. It was absolutely amazing. Was so like, this is so cool. Yeah, and we're we're kind of getting to the end of our time here. So I'm sure Emily might have prepared you for this. We give all of our our women's hockey players the chance to talk up their program, tell people why they should go to your school, tell people why they should watch your games, and we're going to solo you. So the whole screen is yours. This is your time. Share your socials. Do your thing. Talk up CMU. This is actually what got Zach to be a fan of you guys. Like. The, these kind of talk ups, we, we have everybody do them. So I'm going to give you the, the screen here and you just tell the world what they need to know about CMU and the chips. You ready? Okay. Okay. I'm All right. Gonna... You no got pressure. this. I no believe pressure. in you. you got I believe in you. You got, you got this. this. <laughs> ready? Here you go. Hello. Whoa. Whoa. Hockey fans. This is Mac Burnett um, from central Michigan, Chippewa hockey. Uh, so if you're ever looking, you know, you want to play some college hockey, especially in Michigan. You know, we got great hockey over here. Um, We have a good, great, you know, fantastic even. uh, Four-year public university here in Mount Pleasant, Michigan. And we are just so excited to hear if you want to come play hockey for us here uh, in Mount Pleasant in this little small town that we are trying to make a stamp on the world. As CMU says, put your stamp on the world educationally. We're going to do it in the hockey world as well as trying to expose women's hockey all around. We are trying to get girls to come and, you know, get their education, be successful in the, in the classroom, 
but also the girls that are determined, want to have fun, play hockey, and win. And so we're really excited. We have our Instagram, Twitter. We have a Facebook page. If you look up CMU Women's Hockey, um, we have our website, which is cmuwomenshockey.com. You can look at our schedule, our statistics, any recruitments that want to do a form submission. We'll reach out to you from there. And as well as you can contact our, our head coach, Chris Haney, directly um, from our website. I'm sure his email's on. Um, and reach out if you ever want to, to talk with us and even get, get an idea of our program itself or as the school as a whole. Or if you ever want to come to our prospect camps, we do it in April. This year, we're, we're going to drop the, the dates here soon in 2023. But as well as we do some skates in the summer, um, so just look out on our social medias for that. I look forward to hearing from you. <laughs> Fire up chips. Let's go. Let's go. That was absolutely amazing. Mac, it was great to have you on the show. It was great to talk chips hockey. I know Zach was very excited when you sent him a message and we're like, I am more than happy to come on the show. He almost immediately texted me and was like, so, so may I have a guess, and maybe another captain. Yeah, it's, it may be the captain of the team this time. So I mean, it's just yeah, it was. We do appreciate. We we did shout you on the last Waho yes. show. Thank you, thank you for the. Uh, this is how you pronounce the team's name. Yes, and why the schedule was kind of off. So we were like, wait a minute, what's going on? So okay, no now, now we get it. It's the cross divisional stuff can get confusing in any sport. Yeah. Let's be honest. I, I have to. I have yeah. to say this though, for the fact we dropped that episode, it was like, what was that, Beth? Like nine? It was like it was a, I think it was like seven or eight that night. Yeah, and, and then, for the fact you like you message us the same way, saying, "Hey, just listen to the show. Here's a couple things." I'm like. That is, a, on, that is a true legend. Same on Instagram, a drop. <laughs> we also got a message from Lake Superior State, and they were like, hey, so we did actually play that game. The website just didn't post the score. We just finished listening. Yeah. We just dropped this episode like an hour ago. <laughs> yep. Like, hey, wait, we're, we're always here. We're just sitting here waiting for it. Just waiting. Well, <laughs> let your opponents know if they want to come talk about their program too. You know where to send them so that they can hit us up. Because like I said, we just want to continue to grow this game. We want more girls to be able to play college hockey and, and get great educations mm-hmm. at whatever school may best suit their needs. So um, let them know we are here to spread all the love, even though I am sure Zach will love that I say this, we hope that you beat them as I mean, well. I mean, gotta, gotta fire up the chips, you know. Gotta. Bring, gotta, bring, gotta, gotta. Gotta bring some natties to the you know, Mount Pleasant because, I mean, this year <clears throat> and next year, you know, with, you know. We gotta do the whoa hockey, you know, good mojo rub. On the team, be like, here yep. you go, go here win, go. go, go, go in the title, yep. go have yep. a great playoff. Yeah, so it's and you all, know the, all the good vibes, all the good vibes to the chips. If and when it happens, if y'all want to come celebrate on the podcast, we will be more <laughs> than happy. To... We'll make sure you guys get the exclusive. I mean, hey, you heard your first. From, you heard your first from the captain herself. <laughs> so I mean, we will name, happily name, name celebrate that success very much. So, yes. so we are going to have, gonna, have you a part of it. Absolutely, we are going <laughs> to let you have it. your your Sunday afternoon. I don't know if you've got homework or practice or what you've got going on, but I, I'm sure you've got some fun things going on this Sunday night. We're going to get ready to go watch the PHF All Star Game. 
It was absolutely great to have you on Mac and thank Thank you you for all the information. It was a blast. For sharing the love. We look forward to speaking with you again soon. Yes, you too. Thank you so much. You're welcome. Bye, Mac. Thanks, Mac. Bye. All right, everybody. That was Mac Barnett from CMU. Zach is a very happy human because CMU. Um, So it was absolutely wonderful to have her there. Um, We've got the PHF All-Star Game. By the time this episode drops, it's starting in 30 minutes. So um, we are super excited for that. I'm looking forward to seeing the three team captains. We have gotten none other than Captain America herself, who is the captain of Team USA, Madison Packer. We do have Katarina Morazova from The Whale. She is the captain of Team World. And we have Kaylee Fratkin, who is the captain of Team Canada. So it is going to be absolutely amazing. I cannot wait for the for everything to start. Um, Zach, do you have any other things you would like to add before we close out this show? I mean, we got the talk chips hockey. I'm, I'm pretty good. <laughs> Zach is like, I'm, I'm good. Um, I, make I, sh- I, I, I was here to do my job, just, you know, talk about how great <laughs> this team is. You know, got to get the guy, get the woho, whoa, woe hockey rub on the team. Got to make sure that they you know, got to go win the Got to get that, that woe show bump going because, you know. Yeah, you got to get the woe show bump. You know, you got to make sure you get to the play, got to go to the playoffs, go in the natty, go back to back next season. You know, no no pressure on the chips. No pressure. No, no, no pressure. pressure. I mean, hey, you know what? It's just for the fact we got the, we got Emily and then we got Mac on. It's just, mm-hmm. we, we got two of the three, potentially yeah. the whole team at some point, too. I mean, the sky's I mean, looking up. The sky's looking up for, for Woe Hockey. For anybody, I know we, we told Mac, but any any Woho teams out there, you want the, the Woe Show bump, make sure you hit us up on Twitter or Instagram at Talk Woe Hockey Pod. You can watch this episode on YouTube as well at Let's Talk Woe Hockey. Make sure you've subscribed and you're liking and you're commenting. We go through and, and we try to respond to any comments that we can. I'm a little backlogged. It's me. Like, hi, <laughs> I, hi, I, it's me. I'm the problem. I'm the problem. It's me. I'm the problem. It's me. So like, um, like, I, I do have to say, like, we are, like, we do have our teams. Like, obviously, yes. CMU, like, CMU is my team. You know, Beth has got uh, Indiana Tech. But the thing is, like, we will, like, we support all of our it's friends true. That, that come on the show. So, like, it's true. Bowling Green, Lake Superior State. Like, Michigan, Michigan Dearborn. Dearborn. So, I mean, um, yeah, so, like, so don't worry. Like, we'll, like, like if you come on, we'll support you. We'll shout you out. We'll keep up with your scores. Always. We do our woe show, so don't don't feel like oh well, it's just they have their teams. They don't want to talk to us. No, we'll talk to you. We love to talk no. to you. Yeah, like so we do have our, we do have our teams, but you know we're all here for the woe hockey. So yeah, don't true. don't be afraid to reach out to us. Like hey, you know, we want to come on. Yeah, let us know when we'll get do you it. on. Let us know. Do it. Slide into the just DMs. Do it. Just do it. <laughs> so Zach, where can the humans find you on the internet? I mean, if you want to interact with me on the social media, it's at one sure Zach on Twitter. It's Oni True Zach is actually spelled out, not like the number one itself, like the Oneaters. Uh, if you want to find me on Instagram, I am at Zach R Martin twenty two. I do a plethora of different things I like to post on the uh, you know stories and stuff like that. Uh, if you want to check out my writing, I uh, work for Field Pass Hockey as a Charlotte Checkers beat writer. You can find me on Twitter at FPH Checkers. Or go to fieldpasshockey.com to go find all of my articles there. Beth, where can people find you on the socials? So on Twitter, you can find me at WonderBeffers. That's like the word wonderful, not like the number one, like that guy over there. Oh, I mean, like, I wonder what happened to the O'Neaters? 
Absolutely. It's the dad joke that will never, ever die, friends, ever, because 40, I said so. 40 something episodes <laughs> in, it will never. I've said that joke how never. many times now? Like since 43 episode, times. Since episode You've said it 43 one. times. Yes. So, oh, and then on Instagram, you can follow me. It's at Good Better Beppers. Uh, you're mostly going to see like pet pics. And today I did post some nature pics because I did go on like a three mile hike this morning. Or, um, or, or also hockey, but mostly, but mostly woe hockey though. Not yeah, a lot of Blackhawks, yeah. mostly woe, mostly PHF and all that good yeah, stuff. Or, yeah. or, or the Iceman. Yeah, I mean, there, there's you. There is some hockey stuff on Instagram. Most of my hockey stuff is on Twitter. Instagram well, yeah. is mostly like Muppets and. Well, I mean, and, I mean, and stuff. I, I mean, mean everyone, everyone, everyone's gonna cute. get the everyone's gonna get the serotonin of Gary, you know, Gus and. Ellis, and, I mean, yeah, I mean, Gus is literally laying on my foot right now. I can't move even if I wanted to. I am so, so shocked. So shocked. I, it, it's just crazy. But we will catch you guys on Thursday for our hockey show. And we look forward to seeing you next time. Bye. Meh. Meh. Now avoid the stuff and go enjoy your game misconduct. See you next time.